Hello and welcome back to Have a Cuppa Unmasked with me, Helena Mitchell. Now today we are not going to beat around the bush. We are going to go straight in there and welcome our next guest, which is Noberto. Hello. Hello, Helena. Uh, it's a pleasure for me to be here with you. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, well, as you know, I'm, I'm, I'm from Panama, Central America. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's quite um, impressive and good feeling to knowing that the other person is in the other part of the world and maybe we can talk about the same kind of things that happens to the to the people you know you know it's, it's yeah. kind of uh, interesting this thing it's amazing isn't it how um how despite being on different sides of the world and um hours apart we can connect via uh, similar experiences through invisible illness um so what what is it that you wanted to to share with our listeners today Definitely, uh, you're so right in that thing. Um, well, you know, I was I was watching and seeing and, and and admiring that what you're doing about the invisible business thing. You you mm. always talk and you always interviewing people. Um, in my case, is that you know many people call them like headaches, but mm. it, there's a difference between headaches and migraines. Yes. So in my case, um, since I was I re I remembered that day like it was yesterday. Um, now I'm 35, mm. but uh, I was 16 years old. 16, yeah, I remember that day. 16, almost 17, and that was the first day of my life when uh, really heavy migraine came into my life. Wow. Uh, so the 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 manner of the sh uh, the way that the migraine uh, started and that way is, uh, remained that way until now is it starts um, with, you know, when the people take your picture with a flash? Yes. Well, um, imagine like seven cameras at the same time, like if you're oh, a rock gosh. star. Yeah. So you, the first thought that I, would ha that I had at that moment, it was like, okay, I'm, I'm getting blind. Because oh, really? wow. at, at that time, at that time, I'm going to try to explain uh, the process of the migraines that I suffer. So, mm. so at that moment, that is specific moment, you don't, you don't have the pain in your head. You, you don't, you don't have the migraine. Right. And the, and this, this has an explanation. Um, the, the connectors in your brain, when, when they are, they are telling to each other that you're going to have a headache, a migraine, mm. it passes in the back part of your, of your brain which is the part of the, of your seeing your sight your your eyes yeah so when those those connectors are getting together it, it starts to irritate the part of the vision of yourself mm. so but in that specific moment you don't have the migraine you just have the seven eight flashes in your vision right. yeah so i was 16 years old i started to you know to, to be scared um, I, I recall that, that I called my mom and I was saying like to her, like, okay, I'm, I'm getting blind. Yeah. And like after 15, 20 minutes of those blinding lights, I started to feel the pain and I knew that it was not a headache, a normal headache. Yes. It's a, it's a, it was a, now that I know, it was a migraine. Yeah. And at the well, time though, when you knew it wasn't a headache, you knew it was more severe than that, but, yeah. but what did you didn't know it was a migraine? So what what did you think it was? Well, I mean, I think the first thing I thought it was uh, a bl getting blind, and yeah. when it started the pain, I thought that I was 
if it's not going to die, I thought it was going to, you know, have, I don't know what's the name in English. It's like a, a, when something occurs with the blood in your brain. Like, oh, yeah, um, like a... Uh, like a hemorrhage almost type thing yeah like, yeah so, something like that so that was that was, that was my best case case scenario I was thinking wow. so I, re I remember just like yesterday so my mom uh, took me where I, where I was at that time and my mother um, she's a doctor um, oh a perfect and, <laughs> yeah so I was I was almost crying be between the scared and the pain yes and after all that passes then I'm going to explain what she we watches the process from the beginning until the end. But after all that passes, my mom started to say, okay, uh, son, I need to tell you one thing. Um, your grandfather and my grandfather, I mean like her grandfather and my grandfather and my mother and me, we were talking about genetics things, you know? Yeah. Um, they suffered about headaches and sometimes about migraines. Oh, wow. So okay. this is kind of uh, your first migraine. She said that to me and I was like, okay, mom, but this is not a normal headache. And she said, no, this is a migraine and we need to figure out how are going to be your migraines in your life. Yeah. So, so try, to, try to put yourself in my shoes at 16 years old. Yeah. And then one week you discover through your family and internet and many things that the migraines doesn't have a cure. Yeah. Uh, they have um, manners and treatments, but just like other illness, uh, it doesn't have a cure at all. Mm. So, um, how did that make you feel? Did that make you like oh, men mental health wise? Oh, did that yeah. make you? Did that? Did that really affect you? You were so young, sixteen. You know, that's when you you know you're really engaging with your friends and you're going out more and you're uh, Helena, you're becoming more I, independent. I, I I can tell you, not that day until now. There are some days in my life that I wake up with not too high in my how do you call my energy and yeah. I think and I think that I'm not enough. And then I yeah. need to recall myself that, you know what, maybe, because you never know when it's going to happen to you. Yes, for, exactly. for example, For example, in, in a year, um, could happen to me like um, six times in a year, right. five times. But if I have too much stress or maybe food, but specifically like 70% of the reason is because of the genetics. Right. It's like six, maybe five, six, seven times per year. So... The thing is, like, there's some days at that time and now that I wake up and I say to myself, like, maybe I'm not good enough for being a human. And then mm -hmm. I say, you know, uh, no, it's not like that. It's I suffer of this. Maybe some other people suffer about other things, you know, yes. like knees or vision or yeah. whatever. The, the, the thing about this, uh, Helena, and I really appreciate your time and your, you know, for letting me be here is mm -hmm. like, this is an invisible thing. I'm not going to call illness for the other people. This is an invisible thing for the other people. Yes. So they don't... I remember one time at the neurologist, many years after. Yeah. I was with my father instead of my mother. You know, we were discussing with the neurologist and she's a, she's a, she's a crack, you know. She's, she, she's doc, that, that doctor is she's like a, you know, like a big, big brain on the, all yeah, over America. Yeah, like really important, yeah. Yeah, and... We were discussing, you know, like my kind of migraines and my father didn't get, you know, like, what was the, what was that? What was the process? What, 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 what I was feeling? Mm. And the doctor, she said 
to my father, wait a minute, uh, Mr. Testa, my father, you know, mm -hmm. and she said to me, your father, in front of him, okay, she said, your father is not going to understand what we suffered because mm -hmm. she suffers too. And oh, right. that was the reason that she started to develop her studies in the night. Oh, wow. Thing. So that's kind of what inspired her to, to become yeah. a neurologist. Yeah. And my father, you know, remained like, like mute. Yeah. And she, and she said, like, those, these kind of, of pains, there are people like your father that never in his life is going to suffer. But you and me, we do. Yeah. So. That's the thing, actually, that's really important to note is that, you know, we can all share similar experiences, but we will never truly be able to understand what each other yeah. are going through. We can, uh, I guess people like yourself and, and I can can uh, can share common experiences with it, but we, we know ourselves best. And I think that's something that's really important that you mentioned there with, with regards to mental health is that you are enough. We are all enough. We all deserve to be here. We all have a right to be here and that no one else can tell us that we're not good enough, that we're not enough because that's their own problems. That's their own insecurities being put onto yeah. us because yeah. we have something that they can, they can, they can attack. They can visually, it's, it's easy for them to, to um, offload their insecurities onto yeah. us because yeah. we are different and abnormal but actually there's a lot of people that suffer with this but they suffer in silence yeah yeah and and you know um, talking about that it's a i i call that like a continuous process to saying to myself that i am enough i am i am complete as a human being but i need to take care of some some things which are, are invisible and mm. nobody's gonna feel them like i do for example you and me Helena, we are voiceover artists. Yeah. And you know, for example, now in my life, I mean, since like seven years, 10 years, 12 years exactly, I started to, you know, to work with my voice. Yeah. You know, which, which are uh, other of my feeling, my uh, uh, scared, my, my fears is like when you have to go to a, re a record audition yeah. and you need to read to, to um, interpret the text, the copies. Mm. And maybe start um, uh, the light, the blinded lights. So mm. first you cannot read and then you know the pain is going to arrive. Mm. So it's kind of a say to me, you know what, Norberto? Um, yeah, you're going to have like maybe with a good luck, like four of the year. Mm. And you're going to prepare for those four times in the year. Maybe in a, in a, a stressful year it could be like eight nine times yeah so year. so actually going with that you know you just mentioned stress i presume stress is is a, a big trigger i know that stress is is yeah. kind of a big trigger for for pretty much any condition really it's yeah. a big trigger for me but are there um i know that they that these migraines come on randomly and unexpectedly but yeah. are there any sort of um telltale signs the couple of days before or a couple of hours before that you kind of go right i have a feeling one's coming um well it it's like a random thing mm -hmm. uh because sometimes some years in my life i've been so quiet so calm Mm. And suddenly it appears one, 
But I remember when I was, um, I don't want to, I don't want to brag, but I, I remember when I was trying to buy, to buy my apartment. Yeah. Uh, it was a stressful year because I was saving money and, course, and yeah. working and thing and, and you know, all the things that banks and things. Yeah. And I remember, I remember especially one month, I had three migraines of those. Wow. So it, and. Which and was not me, normal for you. Which is, which is not normal for me. But the yeah. thing is like, I'm going to try to explain a little bit of the process. I'm sorry for allowing me to this but no, I'm going to try to to explain the process of a migraine of my my, my migraines yeah no, that'd um, be great so first of all you don't know when the lights appears you know the blinding yeah. lights so okay maybe you're stressful or not maybe it's about the genes like 70% of the genes or the stressful or the food or maybe you're not sleeping okay so it, the first part is like 15 20 minutes of seven eight blinding lights yeah and you cannot almost cannot see Wow. After those 20 minutes, you start to feel the pain and you start to, to vanish the light, the lights, the lights, it's going away, you know, like yeah. fading away. Yeah. So, you know, you feel great because you, oh, my lights, my blinded lights are fading away, but uh oh, the pain is start to feel in your head. Mm. And that pain is like going, grow, uh, growing and growing and growing until that point that uh you i'm not gonna say you cannot think but you you well, cannot it becomes foggy doesn't it, it you, becomes you, can, like, you cannot yeah. be you, you cannot be like um you cannot do the things you do in the street like working or yeah. or, 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 yeah. or or having a negotiation or a conversation you cannot do that because you're not able to do that you mm. know and you're aware that what you're suffering but you cannot have a conversation like this with Mohammed with you because you don't have time to think because yes. it's, it's so stressful that pain. So do you feel like you become almost a shell of yourself when that happens? I'm sorry for that. I didn't hear that part. Do you feel like you become a shell of yourself almost like when this pain just takes over you, you just you just become a body. You, uh, you can't compute anything. You can't. Yeah, speak. You I can't cannot. Do I, I cannot. I cannot. And the worst part, this is a, this is the last part of the process is mm. like after having that kind of thing for three hours, let's say, yeah. three, four hours, through that two, three hours, you start to vomit. Wow. Even, okay. e even if, you, if you haven't eat. Because yeah. the body starts to, the, the way of, the, the neurology says, like, the, the way of the body reacts also is like having a good, uh, having a, 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 awesome, um, a great, headache migraine pain yeah the body is trying to say to you i cannot handle anymore i'm gonna yeah. vomit yeah like it needs to get the bad thing out almost yeah so so that's the worst part i'm sorry yeah. I, I know it's maybe a little gross but no i mean it's uh, we've i mean we've all we've all been there but um not necessarily in this way it's important to to share that so in terms of um <laughs> yeah. in, t in terms of your uh kind of everyday life now how okay. do you cope do you have any um any kind of coping mechanisms that you yeah. do any uh, for example do you watch what you eat are you careful with um what type of exercise you do things like that yeah. is there anything that that you can share that might help others of course of course and that's another important part of this thing uh that was another reason of me to be with you to tell kind of uh, um solutions mm. kind of that I, that i that i can share with with all of you is like for example it's kind of a mix for example um let's begin without the medicines okay yes the first the first of all um 
I try to do, and you know also him to um, Antonio Fornaris, for yes. example. He talks a lot about the meditation and breathe, and I've been doing meditation and breathing sessions yeah. before before I knew him, but you know, with different kind Just of people. Just for people I, listening, um, Antonio yeah. is a, a fellow voiceover artist who I will who I will tag in this, um, so that you can check him out. He is um an amazing voiceover artist that that really focuses on meditation and has yeah. some amazing breathing techniques. So if that's and, something that you want to check out. Go, go, go look at him just so that people, because yeah, I know was, a lot of people won't know him. Yeah. And, and, and then Antonio just was the, you know, like the tip of the iceberg when mm. I was, I was doing my breathing session for my job. But when I started to meet people talking and, and, and be, um, an exercising about meditation, yeah. breathings and exercise, I said to myself, okay, I need to take care of this. Not only because my job, also because of my health. Yeah. So when I do meditation, that's the first step, or breathing sessions, it helps me a lot. It's so Second, important to take that time out as well, isn't yeah. it? I know that we, I know that we live a life that's very busy and very demanding, and there's a lot of things that need our attention. But yeah. your health is so important, and, and meditating is a big part of that. Yeah. So if you don't and, take that time out for you... <laughs> and you know many people say, no, I don't got time, I need to yeah. work, I need to go. And it's very important to recognize yourself and say, you know what? I'm going to take this 15 minutes at least for me to do yep. this. I mean, I'm sure that we scroll on social media for more than 15 minutes a day. I'm yeah. I'm positive. And and uh, <laughs> actually quite bluntly, you know, if you don't take the time if you don't take that 5 10 15 minutes out for you to meditate for your health, you won't be able to go to work. Yeah. You won't be able to earn money. Yeah. yeah. So well, that's the first thing. The second thing I'm going, I'm going up. Okay. So, um, the second thing is, um, the food, um, um, for example, uh, if I, I like to drink sometimes, you know, with my friends or maybe when I go out, um, the neurologist said to me, okay, if you have to drink one cup or something, you have to choose scotch or, uh, you know, like a bourbon or this mm. or vodka instead of wine, beers, oh, rums. Really? Yeah, because the, the material, the, the, the nature of the, each um, liquid uh, affects the kind of the uh, migraines or the kind of the impact that has in your brain. For example, wow. the, the, scot the scotch, for example, yeah. is made with different things than the rum. So, so if, I, if I'm at a party and I need, I mean, like I want to drink a cup of something, mm. I will go with the scotch rather than the, than the rum. Mm. Uh, for example, the food um, in, in nights, in, in before sleep. I mean, in the for the dinner, not for the uh, lunch, but for mm. the dinner. I need to take care more on my on my dinner than my lunch. Yeah. Because because then I'm gonna go to sleep. So um, the food is another thing, and then this is the stronger uh, the strongest part to take care and and you know like my kind of solutions. Um, um, just like the people who suffer about the diabetes, yes, that when you care, you know, like the, I think it's insulin, the thing that yes. the people yeah. Yeah, cares, I, I got, you know, like I have been carrying like from the last seven years, a little package in my pocket, you know, a little mm. thing, you know, like a little bucket in my mm. pocket, uh, with a kind of, uh, combination of, of pills, you know? So mm. specific for that pain, I'm not talking about headaches. I'm not talking to medicate yourself about every day. No, I'm talking about like when that kind of migraine arrive, arrives and not, I recognize right now when it arrives, it's a kind of um, a mixed 
mixed pills and the latest treatment all um, all over the world right now is they call the triptanes. Right. Uh, I'm going to say, I don't know if you heard about them. No, I haven't, no. Well, I'm going to try to spell it in, at least in Spanish, but it's yeah. like T-R-I-P-T-A-N-S, triptans. Okay. So... Uh, you got sumatriptan, you got uh, tomaletestam, you got like different triptans. So the the mechanism of the effects of these ones, which are they're not cheap, these pills, is because they act interactuate with your body so fast. Yeah. So the reason of these one is like when you see the blinding lights, you need to take to take that pill just in that moment. So you need to carry those pills with you in your pocket all your life. I mean, like, well, in your, in your, in your, in your, in your wallet or, you know, um, your purse. So, uh, that's one of the pills. And one of the other thing is like, it depends. Um, for example, um, you know, many people who don't suffer about this, oh, take uh, ibuprofen or Tylenol, you know, like, uh, and, and, and I was like, okay, guys, uh, that's like a popcorn for me because because yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the level of the pain you suffer it goes well with this kind of acetaminophen or ibuprofen yeah. but for yeah. me it's like 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 it's eating a different popcorn. level yeah, it's a, different it's a whole different video game isn't it it's yeah. like they've entered they've not even <laughs> accessed that video game they are you on the beginner's me... <laughs> version of the video game you haven't really made me laugh uh helena you're so uh, i love funny. doing metaphors it's like yeah, you it's... they are on the beginner's video game and they are nowhere near yeah. that expert level that you are at <laughs> yeah yeah it's like that so uh well after the trip dance which is the first part um it depends Sometimes I make, um, they're called, uh, you know, I, I don't know the name in English, but it's like um, kind of a mix uh, with uh, ketaprofen, ket- yeah. ketorolaco, ketaprofen, which it helps you to relax the muscles, you know, in all your body, ketaprofen. Yeah. Mix it maybe with, um, uh, there's another one like called tramadol, tramol, tramadol. Tramadol. Uh, tramadol, yes. yeah. So at the end, it, if you mix those three, I'm not going to say to you that you take away your pain. Yeah, it I mean, I must you. note to people that these are very strong medications. So please don't just, you yeah. know, in, in the UK at least, um, you can't just go and purchase these. Um, and and Panama, you cannot, you cannot, yeah, in Panama, you cannot buy it like this. You need a recipe from the yeah, doctor. Yeah, like yeah. go, I think if anyone's in this sort of position where that's the sort of medication you're needing, please do go yeah. seek advice from, from a doctor. Yeah. That's, a, that's the right thing to yeah. do. But the, the thing is like, the thing I want to say is like, even if I got the recipe and I bought this medicine, and even if I take this, took these pills when, when the migraine, now after, you know, I'm 35, it started like 16 years mm. uh, I can say to you, Helena, that the migraine reduced, not this 100%, reduces like 60%. So I still having like 40% of the pain during those three, four hours. Wow. So it's kind of a, a, how to call this, when you feel angry because you don't have the solution at all. Yeah. Even if you know, like the Game of Thrones, winter is coming, even that you know that the that the pain in the year is coming mm. sometime. That's my It's the fear of the unknown challenge. almost, isn't it? But it's not really an unknown. You know what will happen. It's the unknown of when. It's that anxiety and, yeah. and fear yeah. of, of going, 
can I really plan my life? I'm yeah, going to try yeah. to, but You're reading I can't. my mind. You're reading my mind. It's like, oh, you're, uh, Helena, you're reading my mind in this moment. <laughs> it's like, because in that moment, it starts anxiety. It start, you start to ask to yourself, like, if you're good enough. You mm. start to, to ask yourself if you can schedule your, I'm not going to say yeah. your life, but your... Well, your, can your, I have a social life? Can I, yeah, can I, can yeah. I plan a, a trip away with my friends? Because I don't know if I'm going to be well. Yeah. But I yeah. think so, that's where, where you have to go. Do you know what? I'm not going to let it control my life. I've got coping mechanisms that are, that I can, I can implement to, to help myself in that moment. Surround yourself with friends and family that understand and yeah. that care and see you for who you are, not what you have. And, and really live your life because you don't want to ever look back and regret not just going for it because you were afraid of, of your condition flaring up. Yeah, look, I'm going to say two, two things to you mm -hmm. uh, about the things you were saying. Uh, two important things. One, um, you need to be aware of the people who's going to be surrounding you because, uh, I mean, I'm not talking about jobs, okay? I'm talking about, you know, your friends and family because they need to kind of understand to try to figure out that you have suffering this thing and you're not anormal for being that because yeah. the people surrounding you maybe can feel you, make you feel bad. So that's one thing uh, the, the, I don't want to be rude, but the level of the charming people you're around or not. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing is like you said very well, very perfect. It's like, live your life because for example many many times in my life hey let's go to the beach or yeah. let's go to um, make hiking and before i was saying no i'm not gonna go because i'm i was not saying that but i was mm. like oh no i'm gonna not gonna go because if the migraines appear no i'll stay here this weekend in my yeah. house yeah. and then then is i started to realize okay you know what i'm gonna live my life in a, a conservative way mm. i'm gonna do those plans and if that thing appears, okay, I need, I need, I take my medicines, and okay, the guys go hiking. I stay here like yeah. in in the in the mountain, and I wait for you like four hours more. So yeah, exactly. It's it's like understanding that you need to take uh you you you're gonna carry this thing, but it doesn't um it doesn't mean that you don't have to live your life and mm. you know experiment in nature, love, friendship, travels, uh even food even food yeah. if, you, if you're if, if you're aware of this you can you can try some food and, and having good experiences but you're not gonna drink all the tequila all night exactly you know? it's, yeah <laughs> it's so, about it's about being kind to your body accepting that you have this condition it yeah. is now a part of you but but as I like to say it, let it, you're driving a car. You're always in control. The condition is just in the passenger seat. You're acknowledging it. You can see it's there and you are caring for it, but you aren't letting it take over control of your car. Can I say something to you, Helena? Yeah. I love your words. Your <laughs> taggy words. I mean, I never thought about that metaphor about the car, but you are, you are the guy who's driving yeah. and your condition is your passenger. He's going to be with you. Mm. But but your control. Oh, perfect, perfect yeah. metaphor. I, I love that thing. <laughs> <You said. laughs> now, unfortunately, time has got far away with us and I could continue talking about this forever, <laughs> but we're going to have to wrap it up no, there. Okay, Thank you so me. much for coming on and sharing your story. And I'm sure that, um, you know, as I always say, if anyone has been affected by anything that has been said in this podcast, please do 
uh, reach out to me and I'm sure that they can reach out to you as well via um, Instagram. So my Instagram is at helena.m.mitchell. Do you want to share your, your Instagram handle? Yeah, of course. Uh, it's um, te, uh, Testavoz, T-E-S-T-A-V-O-Z, or the fastest, ways, uh, fastest way is uh, my webpage, uh, norbertotesta.com. Perfect. So, and I'll pop both of those in, in the description <laughs> as well so people can I'm get so the direct I'm so thankful. List. I'm so thankful with you. And, and you know what, Helena? I'm thankful for your time because uh, time, there, there's, I mean, like you can make more money in your life, but when, when you give time to other people, that time doesn't go back. So yeah. I really appreciate your time with me. No, don't worry. I mean, the whole point of this podcast is to to share experience from across the world to unite people together so that during this time of COVID and, and insecurity, people can feel like they have a support network. They are not alone. Yes, things are difficult. Yes, I'm not saying that the world is wonderful and, and that everything's colorful and bright. Some days it's not, but that's okay because you do have people there. Even if it's reaching out to me, even if we have never spoken before in our lives, I'm always up for a conversation and I might not be able to help you, but I can maybe just chat it through with you. And just so that people are aware as well, um, I have actually gone and launched a Facebook community group for this podcast. It's a closed group. It's called Have a Cuppa Unmasked and it's available for anyone to join, but it is a closed group. So you have to request to join it. The things that are said in there are not public. People cannot see what has been written apart from the people within that group. And the whole idea of the group is to provide that support network so that people can reach out, not just to me, but reach out to other people who may have also experienced migraines and might have a great tip and we can share our experiences and our tips and tricks together as a community we can build each other up and we can beat the stigma together I'm also going to be finding out what people want more information on and try and get some experts on webinars for us so that we can really ask the experts the questions um and hopefully together we can we can all get through this so if you are not a member and you would like to become one it's completely free the link is in the bio or just get in touch with me and i'll send it to you and i'm sure Noberto, you will be involved won't you you're gonna come and join the group of course of course i mean like at this moment of the interview this podcast this audio you are a rock star. I mean, like <laughs> you, you, you are the, I mean, it sounds really uh, cliche, but you are the kind of the people we need to clone, clonate in the world. Oh. So <laughs> the world could be better. I mean, like, it's just free. like, clone me, people, clone me. <laughs> it's just like that. It's just like, but I'm going to be there with you in the, in the group. So. Oh, thank you so much. And I'm sure that, you know, if anyone, uh, anyone is suffering with migraines or, or is not sure if it's a headache or a migraine, just come on in the group, chat about it. And Noberto and myself of and course. other people will, yeah. will help you. Perfect. Thank you so much. And we'll speak to you soon. Thank you to you, Elena.